What should we do for our intro? Cool. We yeah. can do something yeah. at the end. Something, yeah. something with our boobs. What is the boob special? I do. I. I. It's very, very strange not to be in leggings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the kids. Uh, when I called up to say I was on the way, and um, I heard Margot saying, "Mummy's wearing normal clothes." Really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, nice. I said something to them at the top of the stairs, and they were like, "Mummy." You do look lovely. Oh, no, I don't. I just thought I'm going to try. and Because the thing about breastfeeding is that it's so restrictive with what mm-hmm. you wear. Mm-hmm. M- normal women, it, they don't find it restrictive. Mm-hmm. Women like me who kind of, I just, you know, I like sports bras. And mm-hmm. I just, so I just find that if I'm wearing like a, a if I, well, obviously I would never wear jeans inside mm-hmm. uh, slash ever. Yeah, yeah, that is actually quite, like it's almost a hate crime when people wear denim indoors. I find it really... Like how are you expected to sit, be comfy? have conversations with people I don't understand thin people mm-hmm. I just but then I see like not thin people wearing jeans and size and it's it's like I, I find it amazing I, jeans to me are for for people that kind of just have never had an issue with that yeah body. my friend Sophie even said to me that uh she can tell when I'm when I'm feeling confident whenever I turn up in jeans <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but also there's the there's a misleading thing about jeans where um, you, they, you wear them every day so they get looser mm-hmm. and then you feel like oh I can wear jeans mm-hmm. it's only because you stretch them five times I know, I know and then you wash them and then you can't do them after and that's hor- no. horrendous I don't think I've ever washed a pair of jeans yeah 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 oh, and you don't want to have to face the, the fear of not being able to fit not into being able them to do that. that's yeah. really funny yeah, I've never <laughs> washed a pair of jeans also I I because we have kind of bigger lower halves than top halves yeah pairs yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a pair are you a pair I'm an hourglass yeah, you're an hour. I think I am an hourglass too, actually. Definitely. Because Cause no, it's you're about... not. Because you you have such a more tiny waist than no, me. No, but it's about your shoulders being the same uh, alignment as your hips. Yeah, I, I'm same hourglass then. There, yeah. yeah, we're, we're hourglass. Both yeah, hourglass. Yeah. That's the best, you know? Basically. Well, actually, I think I'm probably turning you more into an apple. No, no, because no. Because no, no. our, our mum is an apple. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, and I am very similar. Anyway. Um, Apples can be really sexy. Yeah. Apples can be because they usually have bigger boobs. Yeah. I don't have them though. And then they have like little skinny legs like a little child. <laughs> <laughs> little skinny twiggy That's legs. That's what I want to be. I want to be a little sexy little apple with skinny little baby legs. <laughs> can you stop rattling around? around? <laughs> um, but anyway, so I always find it quite horrific when I've worn jeans. And I have worn them for a few days and then, not for a few days ever, but like I've, I've never washed them. Mm. So they've obviously stretched and then I see them on the floor. <laughs> like, they're like a tent covering. They're like that parachute that you used to play with in primary school where you'd run underneath it. Yeah. Um, this lovely girl who I'm friends with on Instagram, um, Helen Flanagan, she's lovely. She's an actress mm-hmm. and, you know, she's like an Instagram friend. I've never met her. Mm-hmm. And it might not be the real Helen Flanagan. It might just be... <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, she very sweetly, she's got she's got two kids, she's pregnant a third and you know, so we got like some, you know, similarities. Anyway, she offered to send me some of her maternity bras and range, mm. breastfeeding bras. And I looked at the bras and I thought, these are too sexy for mm. breastfeeding. Okay. Um anyway, I'm wearing one now. Very sexy. Very sexy. But she asked my size and very sweetly, she was like, What shall I send you? Like size eight, thirty two B? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> It's like if a cost if a uh, costume um, director <laughs> from a TV show or something or anything like asks your sizes, you're like, hmm, should I do this to flatter myself and fuck myself over when I actually get them mm. and the clothes don't fit, or do I be honest 
in the email now and um yeah I've decided as an adult it's better to just be honest you know see I'm even further than that I say a bigger size mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to even two bigger size so that when you get there, you're like oh I guess I'm just tiny yeah they're thrown and then they have to compliment me but like you're not a size 18 yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry so oh, am I oh I don't know um okay anyway so jeans yeah I actually when Alfie puts the kids to bed and he's wearing jeans He's been wearing jeans all day. I make him take his jeans off to put them to bed. Well, it makes sense. You wouldn't want jeans in the bed if you if you haven't washed them. That's he doesn't gross. understand that. Yeah, people yeah. don't understand that. It's like people who put their tote bags on their beds. Mm-hmm. I still do that sometimes. I that just makes me feel sick. But I do it at the bottom of the bed, and I make sure that there's something on top of the duvet. It's not like I put it straight oh, right. on the duvet. Okay, cool. I try and because um, yeah. I'm watching Married at First Sight Australia, mm-hmm. which is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And um, in a clip last night, they showed a girl wa- rolling her suitcase into the hotel room and then putting the suitcase on the bed. Oh, with the wheels. With the wheels. The wheels that have just been all over the dirty floor. And, and worldwide. Disgusting. disgusting. All travelled all over the world. Mm. Think about where that suitcase has gone. Oh, my God. It oh, made me, my God. I, I was going to write into the programme. I don't know what series I'm on, but um, we realised that we've got like 70 episodes to get through, which is... All I needed to hear. Well, you've you've rarely been so excited about a TV show. <laughs> I have to say, I really have. I mean, I you have to watch it. Like, I that's will. all I say. By the by, the time we do the next podcast, you have to watch at will. least ten episodes. I will have watched ten episodes of Married at First Married at First Sight. Actually, ten episodes. They're all like an hour and a half long. Okay. <laughs> God, we've not done this in a while. Okay, we haven't done this in a while, so we've we've already had to start and stop three times. So hopefully, this is the actual. The, the go. This is this is the good this the is the good, good one. Stuff starting so, now. Woohoo! <laughs> Jessie's got her boobs out. We're back. As I'm do wearing I. a sexy maternity bra. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, I really, feel, really gorgeous. I feel like a bit like intimidated by the bra because mm. I just it's not me. I'm intimidated all. by it too. Yeah, yeah, it's not me. It does show that bras make your boobs look way better than they are. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Like, I used a diffuser on my hair today, you know, like Alfie's um, oh, yeah. hairdryer thing. And that's made my hair look way kind of curlier than it actually is. So it's all about cheating. It's all, when all, I all saw about that cheating. When he had a diffuser, I was kind of very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I would be upset too. It's like, mm, I don't want you to be thinking about your hair that much. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine because he's got curly hair. But I went out with a guy once who had a, who blow dried his hair after every shower. <laughs> he took so long. I had to wait there. The smell of burnt hair. I just would sit there and watch him put all the product in and watch him blow dry his hair and just be amazed that he wasn't embarrassed. Yeah. Why didn't you do that in secret? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do find it, <laughs> I do find that quite jarring, actually. Like, it's so, it's just so hypocritical, isn't it? Because it's like, we want men to be more sensitive and to sort of understand women's issues more. And obviously, this is like talking about like very heterosexual ideas of it. But ultimately, the second that men do anything effeminate, or like take care of themselves. It's so fucking unattractive. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so lame. You know that the, your Christmas present was the collagen eye patches, which mm-hmm. I know is quite mm-hmm. an insulting present, but they are great. No, 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 God, yeah, yeah. Let's get. <clears throat> I, it's really helped actually. I genuinely think it's really, really helped. They only help if you actually like rub in the residue mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> residue is another horrible. Yeah, word. that's gross. <laughs> anyway, Alfie, two nights ago, we had a big fight because he. I went to the bathroom and I saw that my collagen things had disappeared, even though. To be fair, he was the one to get them for me. Mm-hmm. And I explicitly said, these are ours yeah. to share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I went upstairs. I was really tired. I'd passed the point of 
tiredness where I couldn't yet I now couldn't function mm-hmm. it was too late mm-hmm. I'd watched too many episodes of Married at First Night Australia mm-hmm. and I should have gone to bed three hours ago mm-hmm. um and I saw that the collagen box was miss- missing and I I had I, I did flip mm. I uh, where are they <laughs> <laughs> and he was like oh I just took them upstairs to use and I was like well you should have put them back <laughs> and we had a huge fight and it was, I think, I now I realise subconsciously I was angry that he was using them. Well, also, that, you know, taking care of himself when you felt maybe like you needed a bit of sort of like nourishment and When whatnot. I can barely brush my teeth exactly. at the time, yeah. yeah. That's very true, very good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I should have said to him. Mm-hmm. But men don't understand subtext, do no, they? No, 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 no. They just don't. They just don't. So anyway, we're really happy to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame that things are getting cancelled and it's just really... As un- And our, our live podcast, obviously, yeah. has been cancelled, so... We know that it was sold out and, you know... It was probably sold, sold out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. I really wish I knew how many tickets we sold. I um, I have no idea. I hope that people bought some tickets. If I'm anybody did, really maybe leave a comment. About, um, finding out how many tickets, but for that one, I didn't because I thought, I just... I'm gonna get a nice surprise. But if um, you did buy a ticket, then they're gonna be uh, yeah. they're gonna be giving you a ticket when they rebook it later on in the year. Yeah. So, and I I, I want to know about Edinburgh Festival now. I know, but I, we're not going to. It's just like it's such a state of um, I don't know, like hypertension for everyone because we're used to the way that things are now. I definitely feel less depressed than I did the first time round where just this idea of like the isolation was still so new Mm. but I still feel like sometimes really restless I have like lots of sort of short bursts of like having these real panic attacks when it's like it all kind of hits you how completely clueless we all are about how the rest of the year is going to go yeah but some people so Glastonbury's cancelled then oh oh my god what am I gonna do what am I gonna do I just love festivals what about my wellies festival girl I just love the camping (laughs) and the boys and the music and the drugs music the drugs live music that's the one for me yeah love standing in the crowd listening to my fave bands looking at the tiny little musicians (laughs) (laughs) I went to Glastonbury once yeah you were so cool that time I was very threatened that you went I hated, I hated it. every second. I left a day early. I lied to my friends to say that I had a big Hollywood audition in London <laughs> that I had to go to. And I ended up leaving a day early and it was the muddiest year that they'd ever had. Also, it was when the Brexit vote happened, so I was there when it happened. And these boys that I went to school with that uh, I went with, when we all woke up on that morning, um, we all looked at our phones and we were like, oh my God, fuck, can you believe it? And I was just like, oh my God. And then they were all like, um, God, I knew I forgot to do something. Because they'd all forgotten to vote. Oh, God. It was just like, it was such a depressing, oh, depressing God. atmosphere. The only festival I've ever been to um, is Reading. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, it's very cool. Um, in, very I think, cool. I mean, it must have just started sixth form. Um, and I had to pretend that I was really into it because I had, you know, my really nice friends were there. But they were having such a good time. And I think they did drugs. And I obviously don't do drugs. And I'm too scared to ever do drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I just said, oh, I'm just going to go and have some drugs over there. <laughs> Guys, enjoy your, enjoy your drugs. I'm going to have some drugs over there. <laughs> so I, um, I just walked in the dark back to the tent and went to bed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They probably thought you went home with some cool guy. Yeah, but then when they came back to the tent later and saw me like, with my night guard and like, hugging my little pillow I'd bought. It was on, it's, it's a nightmare. It's my least favourite atmosphere being dirty not being able to clean yourself having this forced activity like put upon you Mm. and also just feeling the pressure of socializing you know when 
Sometimes well, you just want to be alone. Yeah, I, but I also the it. alcohol and drugs are such a, a part of it that it's impossible to avoid. So that's why mainly I yeah. think probably we're scared. Um, but so if that if Glastonbury has been cancelled, I'm. But then why they 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 delayed and delayed and delayed the announcement of Edinburgh Festival being cancelled until the last moment last year. So do you think that they'll do that again or probably? Yeah, yeah. at least we we definitely won't know what what's going to happen until yeah. the last minute. So, that's... so my new thing about anxiety, which you were just saying, mm-hmm. is and we got um, lots of questions um, from people about how to cope with lockdown stress and anxiety and bad feelings, etc. And I think the best thing you can do is take a selfie of yourself crying yes. and post that on Instagram. Honestly, honestly, gorgeous. <laughs> I'm a very pretty crier though, so I'm blessed. Oh, same. So. I remember a really pretty friend telling me that I had a pretty cry mm. and it, I just felt like I had been touched by like gorgeous. God. Gorgeous. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have seen so many crying selfies. Yeah, yeah. And I've never noticed how ridiculous it is yeah. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what would prompt you to cry, genuinely cry, and, and then think, do you know what I want? I want to remember this moment. What, what? And or no, lot- posting it online. I just think the exhibitionism when it comes to that is just unbelievable. Like, just have some self-respect. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's fucking depressed. Please don't show me your disgusting crying face. I no, don't want to see don't that. Wanna see it. Don't I see just snots. don't want to see that. No. I really don't. Like, I just think it's like the whole self-care thing but taken up a notch Mm. I can deal with some of that because obviously some of that can be kind of fun and useful even if it is slightly ridiculous but like I don't know posting photos of like that is just absurd Stephanie um so we probably should just address coronavirus yeah and the fact that we all experienced it it, and the baby was in hospital and I just wanted to say thank you because so many people are so so nice I didn't this is a this was we could talk about the fact that we had a minor fight Minor though. Um, I think we handled it in quite an adult really way. Really good. All via text, no capital letters. Um, and because I was in hospital with the baby and I was uh, bored um, because it was, well, obviously I was incredibly stressed and scared and worried, but the baby was asleep for the majority of the time we were in the hospital because he was recovering. And um, I think the. I did an Instagram basically because I was watching lockdown and, you know, I genuinely didn't... The baby was in the distance. It was mainly on my iPad and Boris Johnson's face. Mm -hmm. It just went mad. I got messages from people I haven't heard from in a decade asking me about the baby. It was on CNN homepage in the corner, Jesse Cave. Um, It was like trending on Twitter or something. It was like, yeah, the response that you got was insane. But and I, I'm sure it was people like being very like it was people nice. being nice. It's because basically people are terrified because the the general thing is that babies can't get it, kids can't get it. Don't worry, guys, don't worry. But it obviously is not true. Babies can get it. Children can get it. Um, and I think ultimately a lot of people who, are, who were scared for their babies and their kids. So I understand. But it was I felt really embarrassed because he was okay. He was being looked after amazingly. And it was just sensationalized mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to be this this kind of devastating, awful thing. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of felt like, well, what it's do I do now? Do people I... weren't able to in, uh, interpret your specific tone that you mm-hmm. have on your Instagram, which is like very open and personal and sort of sweet. And so I think that, yeah, it just got mistaken when it was taken out of the context. Yeah. And, you know, the reason why me and Jesse and our family stuff had like a difficult time was because... Um, obviously it was incredibly stressful and we all had coronavirus at the time and we're all kind of isolating from each other. But 
at the same time, um, we got just so many messages from people. Mm. <clears throat> and I don't know why I found it so upsetting, or at least I didn't understand why I found it so upsetting at first. But then I realized after like a couple of days and I, I got some messages about Ben and everything. I got a message from somebody that had uh, known him a long time ago and hadn't realized uh, Ben had died. And uh, then only uh, found uh. out once they saw Jesse in the news and then messaged me about it, which I understand what these impulses come from. But ultimately when it's all happening at once, it was just, so upsetting to me. I'm so I genuinely... angry they message you. Like, if it's about me, don't message you. But just because it will be easier to get through to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, really I, angry about but that. But I think that we all just kind of felt like just overwhelmed by like how much attention suddenly. It just, it, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I found it to be very kind of um, anxiety inducing that whole period of time. And so I think, yeah, I just like responded badly to you. Like, you're a fucking attention seeking yeah. bitch. Just, just, you're just jealous because I'm world famous. <laughs> exactly. Okay? There's nothing I can do no, about it. Like, anyway, so just the Daily that was, Mail fucking loves me. That was, and the that Daily was, Mail still thinks his name is Bam. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was honestly a very, very stressful situation. Yeah. And also, I'm very clueless about this because I don't read anything. So I just got, I, I noticed that the post was getting like a lot of traction, but I didn't look. And then I suddenly got some messages and I was like, oh God, this mm. might have might have been the wrong thing to do. Mm. Um, and then the, the, the whole night, I wasn't sleeping at all because it, the baby was being checked every two or three hours. So I literally didn't sleep. So it became this kind of massive um, mistake really. And I wish I hadn't um, posted about it. But at the same time, I'm, I think it was good to because yeah. It has raised awareness. Yeah. Babies do get it. And babies, it, if I hadn't have gone into A&A, A&A, if I hadn't have gone to any, um, it would have been probably a different story. So I think it probably is a good thing. I think so too. And, and I think that our tensions were just like very high and everything like that. Yeah. Um, it is weird. It's weird. Though. I guess I just didn't realise how much kind of like reach you had. I'm well famous. I'm just this well bitch famous. is a world famous. That's why she's yeah. got her tits up for you today. I might not have a million followers. Followers. <laughs> But I definitely have a very, I have a core following. A very supportive, very, yeah, very, very supportive. supportive. We could say some nasty shit and you guys would still be there for us, mm, which is great. Know. But um, yeah, it is amazing. It's really amazing. So yeah, that was a very interesting way to start the year, wasn't it? Was it was not ideal. And I, in, and I think because of that kind of isolation period and the hospital stay, it's kind of put the year on hold for us still. I mm -hmm. still feel like it's only just starting. Mm -hmm. Um and I'm really, it, it, I don't know what's, I don't know what the year's going to look like. Yeah. And the fact that now everybody knows about like the baby and the, the corona and like everything like that. I also corona. Fear. <laughs> the baby and the corona. That sounds like an indie film. It does. No, a bound back. <laughs> anyway, um, it just, I feel like strangely observed. I've been terrified to even like use Instagram or anything like that, which mm. I realize is stupid. But I, um, Oh my God, I felt so, so bad the other day. I um, I listened to my favorite podcast, Red Scare, and they had this conversation where they were talking about like things that they read as teenagers and stuff. And they were having this really interesting conversation about this writer, Elizabeth Gaskell, who had died recently. How did and, she die? Yeah. I should know that. And um, I like her. Their, her novel. I think I know who she is. <laughs> and her novel, like the Prozac Diaries or something. Oh, I've yeah, never yeah, read yeah. it. But anyway, they were talking about like growing up and how much that influenced them. These being like these really angsty teenagers, loads of thoughts, really radical ideas, how it's led to them becoming the people that they are today. And it was such an interesting conversation. But then, I don't know, it just kind of dawned on me that like, I really, really wasn't a rebellious teenager, nor was I a particularly 
troubled one, emotional one. I didn't have any like particularly strong beliefs here or there. And I then really tried hard to like remember what I liked at that time, what I wanted to do, like what I believed in, what people I was interested in, what books I was reading, everything like that. And I just, I just genuinely couldn't remember anything. I couldn't remember anything apart from trying really hard at school and really desperately wanting to be an actress. Like that was just you, my What about thing. dancing? I love dancing too, but do again- Do you remember it, any of those it, shows? I or? do, I have glimpses and sometimes I like get, you know, flashbacks and stuff, you know, flashbacks like I'm in a TV show. No, not flashbacks. <laughs> like sometimes I get memories triggered by like certain things, but, I can't tell if it's because like uh, my brain um, has like blocked out some stuff from before because sometimes to think about like things is before Ben is upsetting. Yeah. Or if it's because I just was so focused on like this dream fantasy idea that I didn't actually engage with like the present moment that much as a young person. And like, even though you had a very difficult time as a teenager and- um, I was raped. You had like yeah. so many different, um, like I traumatic mean, <laughs> experiences. Yeah, I did. I had a I had a much harder time than you. But you but identify quite strongly with the person that you were then. I'm and joking. How by the way, I am joking. I, it's all like I obviously. I, yes, <laughs> I on on paper I had a hard time, but yeah. you know I wasn't. No, but you but you can feel like quite a clear sense of where you were then and why you are the way you are now. Yeah, but in a way, I'm lucky. Because, well, I, I think what you're saying is that I'm lucky in, in the way that I'm about to say, but I, because I was, I had this, um, this thing happen, I had a thing. I didn't know that it would be a thing, but because I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I had to avoid it, mm -hmm. which gave me more You had to focus. overcome it yeah. as well. Which... And also it, it it does, I, I, unfortunately, I do remember everything. Mm -hmm. And I do remember that entire period of time, which... Well, I'm not saying that I'm jealous of that at all, of no, course. No, 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 but it, But it's just it's... interesting, the difference, isn't it? Because we're such similar people in some ways. Yeah. But I don't know, I just, I had this, like, realisation when I was just listening to them talk about it. It just made me feel so scared suddenly that, like, I didn't, I, I just haven't logged enough memory or experience. But what you're and saying... And now with coronavirus and everything like that, to that fear of... I don't know, losing out on like the youth of your early 20s and stuff like that. It all just kind of combined to just make me so depressed. So the beginning of the year for me as well was really, really shit. So I mean, I'm, I'm better now, but like that was that was quite difficult. Yeah, but what you're describing is you as a 23 year old person. Like that's just completely normal that you have these reflections and worry that you didn't experience enough as a teenager. It's completely normal. And you will feel like that. But for it's not, it's not about not experiencing enough because I had a great time. I know I did. No, what I mean is your worry about everything and your anxiety, it, it's completely normal. And it's, first of all, everyone's anxious at the moment, but also a 23 year old, even without all of this going on, is anxious because mm -hmm. well, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know who they are. They don't. They don't remember anything. I don't remember anything apart from some stuff. But then, how do you? I mean, I think because that's a question that a lot of people asked us as well. Like, how do you deal with this feeling that you're not doing the right thing? That you could have, like, maybe you fucked up in the past, and like it's leading to where you are now. What's the advice that you would give to someone who's like worrying about those kind of things, and how how can they get their future back on track? Type of thing. I think that you have to be disciplined about what you want and be true to yourself, have a goal, stick to it. And if you are wasting time by, you know, doing things that you shouldn't mm -hmm. and rather than actually working hard, yeah. you're not gonna get where you wanna be. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna, you're gonna prolong this anxiety in this period of time. Mm -hmm. So I think the only way through it right now 
which might sound really, you know, stern, is is to work hard mm-hmm. and to keep your goals in, in mind and to, even if it feels pointless right now, to have goals because we don't know when we're going to be able to do certain things. You can control your own output. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's I'm speaking very specifically about a creative job um, because that's all I know. But all I'm doing right now is just having in mind what I want to accomplish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I can do daily in the, the minuscule amounts of time that I can I can spare and focusing on that and not worrying about when I'm going to get where I want to be yeah, exactly. and just doing little bits every day towards your goal. Exactly, because also you might not achieve the things that like a younger version of you thought were the most essential things to achieve, like like being really famous or like being really, really successful or really rich or something really like that. I am famous though, so I've already reached the highs. No, 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 but I think, <laughs> I, I think for, for people in like a creative field, there's this pressure that in order for you to be validated in what you enjoy doing, that you have to be like relatively well-known and like, I don't know, Which cool really and glossy. really weird for you because if you do have this kind of fear of being watched and stuff, like if you do win an Oscar, you're going to be watched. No, but that's a separate thing. It's not. You're still going to be followed by the paps. I wasn't talking about <laughs> Also, another thing that might have contributed is because my energy is so high and light right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> to what? It contributed like, to what? To, like our little fight just now. We, oh, we, just, <laughs> we did just have another fight. Um, and when my... When I my, would almost <laughs> like it now if we didn't broadcast the fact that we have these mini fights it's a mini through. fight but it's not it's the first one back of course we're gonna have a, <laughs> we're a little shaky start a little bit of a shaky start fuck off Horatio fuck off okay um, we're actually in good moods because you saw me walking here you you then came up to me you scared me from behind and you were like oh nice pink hair it's not oh, pink it's not pink it's, it's a lovely not pink type. it's a lovely colour I, I didn't noticed. do it very well, I realise, I realise, but that's just because it's, it's, my hair is so damaged, it's difficult for colour to like yeah. go on it well. Don't it's dye your lovely. hair red, kids. No, like the thing is, why are other people allowed to dye their hair red but you're not? Exactly. Just because I'm au naturel. Exactly, and I've been doing it for a long time and I want to be quirky. Yeah, you are and you suit it, you're colouring you. everything. Anyway, I think because my energy is so like vibrant right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's quite intimidating. It's slightly effervescent. I keep looking at you, mm. then I get distracted. I look at your breasts. It's just like yeah. it's all a bit confusing. It's a very and when confusing. somebody is 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 upbeat and the other one doesn't feel that upbeat, it's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. I have that with Alfie at the moment because he's just recovering mm-hmm. now from Corona. Mm-hmm. Corona. Yeah. And um, he. <laughs> <laughs> I read an article last night, a friend sent me about breastfeeding guilt and how the the urge to breastfeed and the kind of, even when it's not going well and the kind of real pride about it comes from, is usually because of, because you're an over, overachiever. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, this would be a nice fun article to read last night and Alfie was watching the Liverpool game. And I, <laughs> every paragraph I was like, Alfie, what does... Beatitude mean. <laughs> Alfie, what does this? What does what does phi mean, Alfie? And I was just, why does this? Why do, why do they have to write stuff that's so fucking difficult to understand? I think that sometimes sometimes people use like pretentious vocabulary just to make themselves seem more intelligent. When actually, really, really good writing tends to be accessible to everyone. So. Yeah, but I I had to ask him about ten words. I think let's just give up. <laughs> I think do you know what? Let's just give up reading now. Yeah. Well, actually, I've started reading more, but only because I'm trying to wean myself off every two minutes like going on my phone yeah but do you not hate it though at the beginning of the year when everyone's like i'm gonna read so many books (laughs) i'm gonna read a book a week i'm just gonna be dripping in words this year and it's like fuck off like 
I sometimes don't read a book for like six months and it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't mean that no, you're you stupid. No, you don't. That's, that's you being, you read a lot. You're a uh, yeah, but I go through periods of time of reading a lot. And then sometimes it's like you just pick up something and you just can't, uh, you just can't quite make it work. And I don't think that you should punish yourself for it. Yeah, there true. are lots of ways to stay informed that aren't necessarily sitting down and reading with but a book. But I find right now, everyone's being like, right now, don't even try to read a book. Right now, don't even try to go on a diet. Right now, don't even worry about that. Don't just take it easy. Because- just die. <laughs> just die. Just kill yourself. Because everyone is going through a hard time. So don't worry about screen time. I find that really annoying as well because the people that are telling you to do that, they're just trying to fucking sneak around and actually do it themselves and then you don't do anything and then they'll be like, ha ha, I actually did all of that and I'm yeah. better than you. Exactly. Women. So- you do Fucking do all of that stuff. If you don't do all of that stuff, I'm going to be very angry. Yeah. Okay. So we got some questions. Yeah. But I probably said that like five times now because I got keep some thinking. questions. But anyway, got some questions. Um, lots of people asking about acting, tips about acting. Yeah. And we are the people. To- We're the people to ask. I did one day of filming last year. <laughs> <laughs> one day one on day. a film set on the big on the big real screen. It's a big Hollywood dream, which I got cut out of. I was right next to her. Wait, which one are you talking about? Are you about? talking about industry? No, no, no. That was the year before. That was two years ago. No, it wasn't. That was last year. No, 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 no. We filmed industry after Edinburgh 2019. Okay, well, I haven't worked in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, I'm still a working actress, technically, okay? Because a series... Well, I am actually going to be starting filming soon, which is yeah, terrifying. But I'm playing myself, so it's not really acting anyway the day that one that one day that we did on street <laughs> that was a good still, day still got messages about that was that. a good day so we've we're doing fine exactly all you need basically this is my advice all you need is just you know that one day and then just milk it and then, mm. then you'll be fine for the rest of the year you just need to be getting good. up early sucks so actually you don't want to do any more than that yeah oh it's horrible <laughs> oh god um but yeah if you just do one good scene that's all you need that's, that's my all tip all you need all you need yeah all you so need try and get a little a little get a job as an extra Stand in the background and you fucking show yourself. Exactly. You get in the scene. Exactly, exactly. I noticed that um, because Donnie and Margot have been watching. This has not been prompted by me at all. They wanted to watch all of the Harry Potter films. So mm-hmm. we've, over this period of Christmas and New Year, we've been watching all of them. And yeah, we watched Goblet of Fire. Um, I was, yeah. Of course you chose to watch Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire is the best one. It you is just love Robert Pattinson, don't you? One. The music, the ball, the Yule ball. <laughs> Incredible! It is incredible. I can do that whole scene from memory where Cho Chang's at the top, the top of the owl, the owl messenger bit, and Harry comes up. When I auditioned for, um, I auditioned for the musical. You know the J.K. Rowling <laughs> musical. Oh, yes. What is it called? The Cursed Child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, we had to read. Uh, they didn't give us scripts from the actual scenes. They gave us scripts uh, from the actual the Harry Potter movies. Oh, and so one cool. of them was when uh, Hermione is, um, you know, annoyed at Ron, and she's in the dress, and she's like, "Ron, you." everything <laughs> but my favorite one was the Cho Chang scene when she's like I'm really sorry Harry but someone's already asked me and well I've said I'll go with them <laughs> <laughs> I know she did it like that in the audition <laughs> without the Scottish accent obviously love you Katie love you Katie love you Katie Katie's now a big star oh she's great though she's, su- she's always been a big star but now I kind of if I bumped into Katie I'd be worried I'd be like Katie you're too famous and successful now even though she's so nice and down to earth and every time we do bump into her she's so, so nice. nice so lovely 
She's a friend. She's a friend. <laughs> Do you remember we went to um, uh, Germany with her? Oh, so nice. For that uh, that HP conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we then, it was my 31st birthday, and mm-hmm. then we took a photo of me trying to do an artistic Instagram shot of, for my birthday, mm-hmm. and we tried to take a photo. I was like, oh, this would be a good idea. Here's a dandelion. Phoebe, take a photo of me. Blo- <laughs> take a photo of me blowing the dandelion, and the photo. <laughs> I look, I, I just I look appalling. Anyway. Mm. Very, very strange. Anyway, we are going to talk about acting and how acting. to get into acting. And again, we have no tips. Yes, yeah, no tips is not working out. And right now, I don't think it's the ideal time don't to get start. into acting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't start. want to be an actress is what our advice is, basically. And I think that it's amazing because the, it, even though it's... I, I've been kind of in the industry for like 14 years now... Um, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. It's a different world. Yeah. It doesn't even, happen even like that. Me, yeah, yeah do you have going into an audition and seeing people face to face and shaking hands? It's so foreign. Do you think that will happen again? Well, that just feels silly and old fashioned now. I mean, I would love to do it, but I just don't think it's going to happen for a long time. So between long time. the last, in between the lockdowns, did you go in for any physical auditions? No, no, no. It was all self-tapes. God, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Horatio does all my self-tapes with me mm, now, which very is um, very, very helpful. So, Still haven't got any, so it's clearly, yeah. you know, not helping me that much. Alfie but. does my self-tapes. Alfie's, it makes me love him more, and this is really soppy, but because he is, he really cares, mm. and he, like, he, he, he believes in me as an actress more than I believe in myself as an actress. Not that I, you know... Still holding out for that Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he takes them so seriously. Mm. Anyway. So yeah, so we don't have any tips about no. how to get into the acting industry. All I will say, which I've said many, many times, is make your own stuff. Totally. Totally. Make your own stuff. Totally. And you're going to seem way cooler that way. Yeah. Um, and just don't take any of it too seriously. Like casting directors are weird and directors and writers are all weird and most actors are really, really weird too. So mm. people give you like this sort of bland generic advice and actually it doesn't really apply to you because everything is so based on luck, being in the right place at the right time and whatever. It's just, it's it's not worth like tearing your hair over. Yeah, definitely. And also if if you do make your own stuff, you if there's some kind of, kind of weird thing about people thinking, no, but I need to get an actual job. But you can write your thing, you can film your thing, exactly. you can put your, your own thing out there. We now have so many platforms. Mm-hmm. And also when you start to read some of the stuff that's oh. being sent to you to audition for, and it is so bad, the second that you actually do start to write your own thing, you realize, oh my God, like it's actually easier. You have a lot of experience, like, you have understanding, you have like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, just be eye-opening. Yeah, you can eye-opening. write your own lines. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say, you know, bad, bad, clunky, awful things. An open audition, um, sometimes like I get sent stuff for, I haven't ever put Donnie or Margot up for auditions, but um, they went to an acting class and the acting teacher sent, oh, this is happening if you want to submit um, Donnie for, um, it's like a massive open audition for um, a six-year-old boy and a five-year-old girl and Margot's not five but we thought as a homeschool activity we would um get them to read the lines and film them and it it was was, so fun it was um like a um a horror type series and it was just so sweet seeing them try Mm. oh god but also seeing what they understand to be acting and and like then uh seeing how people interpret that and take it with them into adult stuff like obviously when the kids do it's so much more obvious when Donnie's trying to look scared he's like this 
Mm. But the fact is, you see, adult do actors do that now too. I probably do that all the time, and yeah. I just was so funny. But it was amazing because their their imaginations. They had to really pretend. They had to shiver at one point, and um, Donnie shivering was just. <laughs> um, so but funny. when we were watching Harry Potter six, which mm-hmm. obviously I'm in. Um, that's actually the best one. I'm sorry, I should have said yours was the best one. Yours is genuinely a really, really good one because that's when it all started to get real dark. dark real yeah, dark, that's what you I know? Said. Yeah, it's, all, it's a very dark film. Anyway, um, they because they'd watched now one to five and they really believed in the characters, they, they knew Ron, they knew Hermione, they knew... So the fact that their mum was in it, they were like, they just couldn't... They Mummy, why are you in it? Why are you in it? <laughs> they just couldn't understand. It was so sweet. Oh my and for the first time, I've actually had um, excitement about actually, not that I haven't ever been excited about being in Harry Potter. Obviously, I was, but it's so long ago, I don't really remember. But um, yeah, it was so lovely. And you look the same. I Well, well, I look the same as p- potentially, like a little bit the same. You I'm haven't quite, aged I'm quite, I'm quite big. Day. I'm quite big in the last one. And I, I, I did gain a lot of weight because of soy. I've talked extensively about my talked soy a lot, We've talked a lot about soy. <laughs> a lot of people... In fact, I've got a lot of questions from people asking, one, why soy is so bad, and two, why Jessie hates soy so much. And it's like, watch episode one. We talked all about we that. We talk a lot about soy, yeah. But what I will say is I still am committed to my hatred for soy. Me too. And you, do not, you should avoid soy. Don't touch it. Although yeah. I do love soy sauce. Yes, soy sauce is damaging though. Don't eat soy sauce. Soy sauce gives you big, big headaches. Really? So big headaches. MSG. Ooh. Yeah. Every time I eat soy sauce, I get a headache. It's so nice. It's so nice. Can't and I actually, myself. I have, I, I have eaten a bit more soy sauce lately. That's why she's that's creeping why she's back. Headaches. Creeping back. Yeah. But if I see a pot of soy yogurt, I just start. Honestly, to get... get get a crucifix and just exercise that. My neighbours just put up a huge crucifix. <laughs> Huge. Lockdown's not going well for him. No, 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 no. Having to find spiritual guidance at this time. But it does make me think about, we have been working now for a while, uh, you know, with the day here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do know some famous people now because they become more successful. How do you feel? Do you think that if you got, like, massively successful, do you think... Could happen. It it could. Do you think that you would help out a friend? No. Do you of course think, not. Do you think? No, you fucking no, kidding. Do you think that I'm if joking. you had a struggling actress friend who's really good but not ever quite got the jobs and like is a bit rough around the edges, do you think you would you would give them a job which would like annoy, say, the producers or the? Yeah. Producer? yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I finished writing this pilot thing that I've been trying to do, and um, I mean, it would never get made. But just thinking about the idea of wow, I can see a casting director looking at this reading that character description and being like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, we're going to bring in, we're going to bring in Florence Pugh, Pugh. Pugh. I say the joy, here we go. Daisy Ridley. And I was like, fuck that. I would never, ever want to write something like, they they have enough going on. Mm. I would want to cast like my amazing friend Lizzie, my my really talented friend, this, whatever. I just- Jesse, obviously, yeah. I always write everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about you and yeah. me. And mainly writing as a star well, vehicle for us. Yeah. But um, you, would just... be, you would be Billy Piper, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be but, Billy Piper. But yeah, well, it just made in ten years. It just made me realize, yeah, if I if I was ever in a position where I actually had like creative control, I would want people that obviously represent the characters well, but also that I know des- like would love the opportunity to do it. Mm. I've kind of. I, Imagine if they're awful. I mean, it would be funny if they were shit. It would be funny if they were shit, I and I would stand by my Florence guns. Pugh. You know? Yeah. Oh, and then you have to be like, I'm Pugh. really sorry. I gave you a chance. Florence I gave you a chance, Pugh. and you fucked it up. So, no. Florence. 
Florence, we're gonna we're gonna have to use you actually. <laughs> That's what my worry is. No, I completely agree. I, I was... just think like fuck it. Like I don't know. Some also I love watching new shows that are really really well written where you see people that you haven't seen a million times before oh, because you properly happens. invest in them as the characters. Like I don't know. It just it's so much more interesting. You don't want to see the same painting all the time, mm. do you? You want to see like variation. And That's why I find the whole industry so stupid. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Just because somebody was in something before, why just like use them again? Also playing the same- Use me instead. <laughs> but usually playing the same kind of role. Yeah, I know, but then that would make sense because like, oh, she was good in that type of thing. She'll probably work in this. That's why I was upset when I watched um, A Quiet Woman. What is it? A Quiet- oh, Pieces of a Woman. Pieces of a Woman. Um, because- um, she, Shiv from Succession is mm. in it. And I was thinking, oh my God, this is going to make the film even more amazing. We love she's, Shiv. She's basically playing Shiv. So maybe that's her one thing. That's, you know? She's Shiv. I saw her in um, the movie Steve Jobs and she was like a small role in that. I think oh, that was yeah. before industry. Um, and yeah, she's just playing Shiv. Was that the one with Kate Winslet? Mm-hmm. Why, what is Kate Winter's accent? <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. She changes it after the first scene. Me and my mum watched that together so recently. Funny. She changes her accent after the first scene. Mm -hmm. It's like she got, because they obviously, Horatia told me an interesting fact about that film, to represent the different decades of the three scenes, um, they film it with different camera uh, lenses, or is it like film? Film stock. film stock, and then they use some. To, it's like 16 millimeters, 35 millimeters. To represent the time that the, that those scenes are taking place, because it starts in the eighties, the nineties, and then whatever. I did not notice that. I did not notice any aging going on whatsoever. Was there was there aging in that film? Well, there was supposed to be progression, obviously. I didn't notice that progression. But so they failed. <laughs> I I really really liked the film. Um, but it was really funny because clearly they did it in chunks. So Kate Winslet sounded completely American for the beginning. And again, me and her were talking about this. Kate Winslet's such an acty actress. You can tell that she's acting every time that she's on screen. Mm. Like she's really good, but she's so obviously an actress that sometimes I actually prefer people that are like a little bit more natural. Anyway, but after that first scene, which they clearly did all, all at the beginning, somebody clearly gave her a note. They were like, you don't sound like your family came from Poland enough or something. <laughs> because she suddenly just changed it up. Just changed it up. It was honestly like watching a different character. And it was absurd. It was honestly absurd that they didn't pick that up. Yeah. So just that even Kate Winslet, even Kate Winslet is going to make snafus up. from here to there. Mm -hmm. So just don't worry, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> have you ever wanted to live somewhere else? Well, this, yeah. This is the question we got. I'm not just... <laughs> just... Wait, but uh, weren't we going to talk about... Um... Oh, Friends Who Are Successful. No, 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 no. Um, so we got a question about, is there anything that you were doing wrong or incorrect for quite a long time oh, that you right. didn't realise? And then I thought we could like think that to... Well, soy. Soy. Um, but also my polka dots. Mm -hmm, because my... people also ask about our fashion sense, you know? Mm. I did look so bizarre and I just didn't realise. I just thought, oh, I want to, this is what I like. I like this. And now I, I obviously now, I still dress obviously weirdly. But also this is the insecurity and this does come down to weight, which we never can avoid talking about. Yeah. Um, Another person commented, can you try and make an episode that passes the Bechdel test? Oh, no. no Fuck no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> we do. We talk about things that aren't men. Yeah. We're I, two named characters. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. I'm pretending I know, I can remember what the Bechdel test is. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you watch a film, a film that has two named female characters talking about something that isn't a man. We have oh, okay. clearly oh, talked yeah. about we stuff that isn't men. We don't talk about men, yeah. <clears throat> I hate men. I hate men. We don't talk about Need men. Need them, but, you know. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Anyway, um, yes, what was the question? 
Um, is there something that you did wrong for a while without realizing that you're doing it wrong? And we were talking about fashion. You didn't realize that you you were dressing kind of mental for a while. Mental, absolutely mental. Lots of ponchos. And I lots I, of orange. A lot of orange. You really liked orange. I do love orange because I read that orange attracts men. <laughs> Fuck! Can't pass that fucking test. Sorry, it's not gonna happen. I read that orange is a sexy color. Whoever wrote that was lying. Okay, look it up. Orange is sexy colour. And also, I read that purple, if you wear purple, it means you're sexually frustrated. So I did both. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lena Dunham wrote about that in her book, actually, yeah. Is she? Yeah. Um, I also did, it for, for a long time, which kind of isn't as funny, but for a long time, I, which relates to the other question, is that I spent too long waiting for um, a writing job to pay off. Mm-hmm. And I spent basically eight years in development for something, and I should have very quickly, rather than believing and putting all my eggs in that basket, I should have spread my eggs out, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been a clever hen. Clever, yes, a very clever hen. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I did wrong for a while was um, lie on purpose because I thought that made me sound cooler. Like yeah. I would lie and say that I was colorblind because <laughs> I just thought that would make me more interesting and it only fucked me over when a boy um, came up to me and said, I know you're not colorblind because only men can be colorblind, and I am colorblind. <laughs> can only men be colorblind? That's like according to him. Anyway, he—I mean, he—he he, he fooled me. If he was lying, then he said it so convincingly that it honestly blew my mind. Anyway, and that's really aggressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ended up breaking my heart. Aww. He was the one that the I dressed up the Z before. You know that we talk about. Oh yes, yeah, yes, so. yes, yes. Complicated man. Yeah. Um, but. Also, um, trying to be quirky on purpose, mm. you know, to, to make people... Th- I think because I, so, um, I was so certain that I was never going to be, like, um, pretty in, like, a normal, standard, popular girl way or attractive in that way. I tried so hard to manufacture... And this was only when I was, like, a young teenager, to be fair. I don't do this anymore, I hope. Um, was just to manufacture things that I thought were going to make me kind of a bit, like, kooky. When actually, if I'd just been myself, like, my actual kookiness would have come out because we have a very eccentric family Mm -hmm. stuff like that but just you know I don't know just like I everybody used to do the peace signs in photos and (laughs) I for some reason every single photo from the ages of me from 11 to 15 I'm not not doing jazz hands in any single photo (laughs) of me (laughs) all photos of me at that age with a group of young people I'm doing jazz hands my favourite, Lana Ray, who I, mm-hmm. you just told me has been cancelled. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 she hasn't been necessarily cancelled. People just found some um, comments that she made uh, about Trump, like, cancelable, you know? Right. But I think that she's quite, like, a cool, independent figure. She's so cool on Instagram. I, I mean, I, she's so cool that sometimes I... She's not actually very cool. She's, she's just, cool because she's not that cool. She's so not cool. And sometimes I see the amount of followers she has, and I think... I just think she's just doing it for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't believe she's got that amount of followers mm-hmm. because she just seems so... Who is buying her poetry? Mm-hmm. I know, not I wonder. Not, I would never buy poetry, but who... who have, you, have you seen some of her poetry? She do, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, but she does have quite a strong following. I think the mm. people... Because her um, whole aesthetic and vibe and music is so consistent mm. and it's so kind of appealing if you are that kind of slightly whimsical, romantic, like girl who's like oh yeah you know maybe I am a bit bad you know yeah like she has a very very strong appeal for certain people um but also she kind of uh doesn't fall into the normal status quo of like 
uh, actors and musicians and stuff who just are very like liberal and woke and stuff. So she basically just made some comments saying that she didn't think that Trump did know about the um, storming the Capitol and that Trump was necessary in terms of like the political climate of uh, America, which is actually quite like a smart point to make. Yeah, but I then do agree, they picked it and then they... They just made her seem like she was this sort of... Uh, I don't know, maybe that she was like alt-right or something. But she doesn't ever disclose what her political kind of um, views are, which I think is kind of appropriate for someone like her because she's supposed to be this ethereal figure. And I don't think that you should, I don't know, need to know exactly what Lana Del Rey thinks about the world and politics to be able to enjoy her music and to be able to enjoy her as an artist. I I don't really enjoy really famous people giving me their political... I don't enjoy it at all. The fact is, like... You're not really enjoying the art if the only reason why you're enjoying it is because you feel you can relate on a personal, political level mm. with these people. The other reason I like that, them... You might as well just be chatting to your friends then. Like, you're supposed to be engaging with the world in all of its varying shades and colours and beliefs because it is different to you and you can learn something from it. So that's what I think. Yeah. The other reason I like lingerie, you just made a really intelligent point. Now I'm going to make a really stupid <laughs> point again. Thank you. Um, is I like how she's so, like always about love it's oh. always about oh I want my man I want my big strong masculine man yeah, yeah, yeah but then yeah. she's also so about her friends and she has so many friends mm, mm-hmm. in all of her Instagram she's got another friend like mm. an, she's always wishing her friend a happy birthday she seems like she's at peace somehow mm. you know okay great thank you for watching thank it. you thank you for watching thank you this is our, our mum made this. We would have done our shows in front of a huge star. We have four different versions background. that we were going to pin yeah. up together, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye.